Okay, so we're going to pick it up from the Mishnah and Daf Nun Gimel Amid Aleph. The Mishnah says, Hanoider min hatmarim. If you make a nether not to eat dates, Mutter bidvash tamarim. You're allowed to eat date honey because date honey, while dates is an edible food and date honey is an edible food, but it's called something different. And because it's called something different and it's a derivative, it's not included in the original nether. Mistavonis, if you make a nether, uh, prohibiting yourself what's called winter grapes. Rashi explains that these are grapes that were not really edible and they were used to turn into vinegar. So you ask yourself from the main thing which is not edible, you're allowed to eat winter grape vinegar because while, this is even bigger Chiddush, because while this, winter grapes are not edible, so you could think that like, the, the whole purpose of winter grapes is to make vinegar, but still, the Torah, because you said winter grapes, you're only also winter grapes. Winter grapes vinegar, which is a derivative, which has a different name, is not included in the nether. As long as the derivative has the same name, so in these two cases, you asser dates, but so, so Rav Yudam Baser would say that because you offer dates, you can't eat date honey. Because it's called date honey and it has the word date in it, that's a problem. So you offer winter grapes, you can't eat winter grape vinegar because the winter grape word is in the title. Rav Yudam Baser says, as long as the derivative has the, the source name included, then it's a problem and you're not allowed to consume of it. So you have the Chachamim, who, the Tanakama who holds you're allowed to eat date honey and you're allowed to eat winter grape vinegar. Rabbi Yudmiser disagrees, holds both are Aser. And the Chacham Matirim, the Chacham hold that it's Mutter. So now there's an obvious problem. The Tanakama says both are Mutter. Rabbi Yudmiser says both are Aser. Then the Chachamim, a third opinion, says they're both uh, Mutter. The Chachamim are the exact same opinion as the Tanakama. They're both saying that it's Mutter in this case. So how is the Tanakama and the Chachamim different? So the Gemara asks this Kasha, Chachamim Hainu Tanakama. How are the Chacham and the Tanakama different? So Ikebenayu Hadodatanya. The Gemara explains, I'll explain, according to the Ran, what the Gemara is going to basically say is like this. You have the Tanakama who says, if you ask her dates, you'll have date honey. If you ask her winter grapes, you'll have winter grape vinegar. Fine. Both Mutter. Then you have Ravidim and Maseris is both are also. Then you have the last opinion, which is a third opinion, which is really the shita of Rav Shimon Elazar. The third opinion is following the opinion of Rav Shimon Elazar. Klausam Rav Shimon Elazar. Rav Shimon Elazar says the following rule: Kol shedarkei Kol shedarkei If you have an item that is edible and it's normal to eat it, and it makes something that's also normal to eat, tomorrow, right, you have dates, normal to eat dates, and dates make date honey, which is also normal to eat, so you have the source food, which is normal to eat, which makes a derivative, which is also normal to eat, so Rashim and Gamliel Shita is, you're also for both, meaning, if you say you're not going to have dates, you're not going to have date honey. If you say you're not going to date honey, you're not going to have dates. Because they're both edible and they're both a derivative, um, Rishim Gamliel feels they're both a problem. But, Rishim Gamliel says the following thing, but, says Rishim Gamliel, if you have something that's not eaten, but it makes something edible, like the last case of the Mishnah, which is you have winter grapes which are not eaten, but they make winter grape vinegar which is eaten. So then says Rosh Hashanah, if you answer the winter grapes, you're allowed to eat the winter grapes. The only thing that's usher is the winter grape vinegar. So according to Shemuel, when you said you're not going to eat winter grapes, the only thing that's actually usher is winter grape vinegar. Because the winter grapes themselves are not normally eaten. And they're only meant to produce the winter grape vinegar. So the winter grape vinegar is the only thing that's awesome. That's actually So you have the Tanakama who feels both cases are moti. You have the Chacham, 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 you have the
if you, the first case he's going to hold the problem. In the second case, with the winter grapes, if you say winter grapes, you're allowed to eat winter grapes. You're not allowed to eat the winter grape vinegar. Summer mutter, summer oser. And that's the explanation of that machlekes. Uh, okay, new Mishnah. The Mishnah says, if you aser wine, the halacha is that we go by the standard wine, and even if something is technically a wine, but it's never called wine, mutter tapuchim. you're allowed to drink apple wine. Meaning, if you aser wine, then the assumption is you're prohibiting the standard wine. But you're allowed to have apple wine. Why? Because apple wine is never called wine. It's called apple wine. It always has an added title. Because it always has an added title, it's not included in the nether. Another example, shemen. You aser oil, you're allowed to have sesame oil because it's never called oil. Oil is olive oil. Sesame oil is always called sesame oil because it always has this added, it's called a shamely voy, has this added like nickname, so to speak, added um, uh, name for clarification, then it excluded it from the nether. Another example, dvash, you're not allowed to have honey. You're allowed to have date honey because date honey is always called date honey. It's not called honey. Minachoymitz, vinegar, mutabachoymitz tavanis, you're allowed to have winter grape vinegar, because again, it's always called winter grape vinegar. Minachrishin, if, if you aser leeks, mutabikaplutais, you're allowed to have kaplutais. Kaplutais was a type of leek, but it had a top on it to some sort of species. So because you intend to aser kaplutais, to leeks, you're allowed to have kaplutais, because kaplutais are never called leeks, they're called leeks with a something. Minayerek, if you aser vegetables, mutabirakasasadi, you're allowed to have. Um, wild vegetables, right? There's vegetables that are planted in farms. There's wild greens, wild vegetables. Wild vegetables are allowed because they're always called wild vegetables. When people say vegetables, they don't mean the wild vegetables. They mean the ones in a farm. But if you say, in a garden. But if you say um, vegetables, you're allowed to have uh, a wild vegetables because they're always called wild vegetables. Shushem levoy. Tanya, Hanoidim and Hashem If you make a nether in Eretz you're not going to have oil. So, that means olive oil. Mutter b'shem and shemshanis. You're allowed to have sesame oil. The also b'shem and zayis. Being allowed of olive oil. In Eretz Yisrael, the common use of oil, the common terminology for oil was olive oil. Therefore, if you say oil, you mean olive oil, but you're allowed to have sesame oil because sesame oil was always called sesame oil. But in Bavel, it was the opposite. In Bavel, they had more sesame oil than olive oil. So, people, when they would terminology, when they would call oil, they meant sesame oil. And when olive oil, they would say olive oil. So, in Bavel, it's the opposite. If you say you're not going to have oil, since also b'shem and shumshamen, you're not allowed to have sesame oil. But you're allowed to have olive oil because in Bavel it's the opposite. Fine. Let's say you have a location where both olive oil and sesame oil are both called oil. Then also Then both are aser. This Gemara says pshita. It's pashit. Yeah, if you're telling me that if both are commonly called for oil, then it's pashit. So what? What's the chiddush? The case is where in that location, both are called oil, but the majority of people will still call olive oil oil and sesame oil sesame oil, but some people won't. So within the location, there's like different minhagim. Minchad mistapin. In that location, most people use one type of oil. So mahu the same, you might think, you should go basaraiv. Kamash malon, safik yisur lechumra. Kamash malon that because there are some people that still call the other oil oil, they might be a minority, but that's enough to make it a suffix iser, and we're going to be machmer when it comes to nadar. Okay? The Mishnah then said that if you aser vegetables, you're allowed to have wild vegetables, because wild vegetables are always called wild vegetables. So the Gemara speaks it out. If you aser vegetables, it depends. 
Are you allowed to have wild vegetables? So the Mishnah said yes, but now the Gemara says it depends. Bishar Shani Yashvua, most years outside of Shemitah, you're not allowed to have garden grown vegetables, but you're allowed to have wild vegetables. Because outside of Shemitah, when people, people, most people, when they call vegetables, they mean uh, garden vegetables. Wild vegetables are called vegetables. On Shemitah, however, where there, are no, where there are no gardeners, a lot of people eat wild vegetables during Shemitah because it grows naturally. So, during Shemitah, it's the opposite. Uba Shviyas, and during Shemitah, Osir Biyarakas Asada, you're not allowed to have wild vegetables, and Muta Biyarakas Ginam, but you're allowed to have garden-grown vegetables, because garden-grown vegetables are not common during Shemitah, because how do you have them? Because you can't grow the garden, you can't plant on Shemitah. So the only type of vegetables that are growing are wild vegetables. So during Shemitah, if you say you're not going to have vegetables, you're allowed to have garden-grown vegetables, because it's not common, but you're not allowed to have wild vegetables. Go to the next page. When is this true that during Shemitah, when you say vegetables, you mean wild vegetables and not garden vegetables, because garden vegetables are not common during Shemitah? If in that city they bring vegetables in from Chutz as we're going to see in a moment, different Rabbanim held different opinions. Some Rabbanim held you're allowed to bring vegetables from Chutz to Eretz Yisrael during Shemitah. And just in general, you're allowed to. So they would do it during Shemitah. So if that was the case, then during Shemitah you could have a lot of garden-grown vegetables. Meaning, we said before that if you say you're not going to grow, ve- you're not going to eat vegetables during Shemitah. You're allowed to eat uh, garden-grown vegetables. You're just not allowed to eat wild vegetables. You're allowed to eat garden-grown vegetables because it's not common during Shemitah. The truth is, it's not common during Shemitah in Eretz Yisrael. But if you bring vegetables from Chutzlarts to Eretz Yisrael, then you could have a plenty amount of garden-grown vegetables. So, the, uh, so the first opinion just said that during Shemitah, garden-grown vegetables are fine, because they're not common. The second opinion clarifies, and that's and, that, and he says that that's only true if they don't bring in vegetables from Chutz Laaretz. But if they bring in vegetables from Chutz Laaretz, then you could have a lot of garden-grown vegetables, and then garden-grown vegetables will be prohibited as well. And the Gemara says, Kitanoi, this Shaila of whether you bring vegetables from Chutz Laaretz to Eretz Yisrael in general, is really a Machleikas Tanoi, because the Brisa says, Eid Mavian Yarek Min Chutz Laaretz Laaretz, you're not allowed to bring vegetables from Chutz Laaretz to Eretz Yisrael. Rechanan Begamlil, Eid Mavian Yarek Min Chutz Laaretz Laaretz. And Rechanan Begamlil says, you're allowed to. So it's a Machleikas. Now, what is the Machleikas about? Why would so I understand why you're allowed to bring? Well, what's the problem with bringing? So the Gemara says, "My time in the Madamer Ein Mavian." What's the reason for the opinion that says you don't bring in vegetables to Eretz Yisrael from Chutzlarets? I'm Rav Yirmiyah Mishum Gush. It's because of the dirt that's on the base of the vegetables. Chazal made a special tuma that all land, all the dirt outside of Eretz Yisrael is tame because there were people being buried everywhere. They made all land outside of Eretz Yisrael tame. So by you bringing in vegetables, you're not allowed to import dirt to Eretz Yisrael because you're bringing in tumah to Eretz Yisrael. Vegetables technically are not dirty. However, a lot of times there is a concern that there will be dirt, clods of dirt at the base of the vegetable. Therefore, some opinions felt you're not allowed to import vegetables from Chutzlarts to Eretz Yisrael because you're bringing tumah to Eretz Yisrael. The other opinion felt that you could because he wasn't concerned about bringing in dirt. Okay, Mishnah says like this, Minakruv, if you asser eating cabbage, Minakrov, if you're not allowed to eat cabbage, also bispargus, you're not allowed to eat aspargus. Aspargus was a subcategory, was a type of cabbage. So if you offer cabbage, all cabbage, then that will obviously include a subcategory of cabbage. But min asparagus, but if you say you're not going to eat aspargus, motivikrov, you're allowed to eat other types of vegetables, other types of cabbage, because you're offering the specification, which means only that type of is aser, but other types of cabbages are allowed. Minagrisin, if you say you're not going to eat grits, aser b'mikveh, you're not allowed to eat mikveh. Mikveh was a type of type of porridge that was made of grits, so if you're not allowed to eat grits, you're obviously not allowed to eat any dish that has grits in it. Rav Yossi Mater, Rav Yossi allows it. 
Rabbi Yossi permits it, um, I guess because in that location it was not called uh, grits, it was called uh, mikveh, he felt that it has a different terminology, therefore it's not a problem. But mina mikveh, uh, I'm sorry, mina mikveh, mutabagrisim. But everyone agrees that if you are eating mikveh, you're allowed to eat grits because mikveh is a type of grit dish, but that doesn't mean all grits are also. So then the other grits will be allowed. Mina mikveh, in addition, when you aser mikveh, aser bishum, you're not allowed to eat garlic because garlic was also a strong. Uh, uh, ingredients in a mikveh. Rav Yaisi Matar, Rav Yaisi allows it because again, Rav Yaisi holds that because um, uh, mikveh is is one word and garlic is a different word, it's not included in the nether. Min if you aser garlic, motor be mikveh, you're allowed to eat mikveh because while mikveh has garlic in it, um, you're only intending to aser straight up garlic and not any dish that has it in it. Min if you aser lentils, Aser bashishim, you're not allowed to eat honey fried lentils because honey fried lentils in that location were called lentils. Rav Yaisi Matar, Rav Yaisi allows it because he feels in his location honey fried lentils were not called lentils, they were called honey fried lentils. Min ashishim, muradashim. Everyone agrees that if you aser honey fried lentils, you're allowed to have regular lentils that are not honey fried. Chita, chitin shanitayim. If a person says wheat, wheat, I will not eat. Aser behen, you're not allowed to eat the wheat. Bein kemach, bein pas. Whether it's flour or bread. Grease, grease in Shani time. If a person says grits, grits, I'm not going to eat. That means that it's also whether it's raw or cooked. Review the Oimer. Review the says if you say if you say I'm not going to eat a grit or a wheat grain, you're allowed to chew them raw because that implies cooked and raw is not included in the nether. Now, Yeah. Let's start the Gemara. Shant the Gemara. Tanya of Shemli Oimer. Chita Shani Time. If a person says, I'm not going to eat a chita, also laugh voice, you're not allowed to eat them baked. Umutalakis be allowed to eat them raw, because chita implies cooked. Chitim Shani Time, because it's singular, it implies eating it in a singular way. Um, but chewing them raw, I guess, is not included in the singular form. Um, yeah. One second. I guess the reason is because singular wheat could be a terminology for bread, which is baked. But a singular raw, you no one says singular for a piece of raw grain. Okay. Chitim shani time, but if you say multiple wheat grains, it's plural, then also lakos, you're not allowed to eat them raw. Umutalaf has to be allowed to bake them because no one would call bread multiple wheat. It's one piece of wheat. At least it's called a one item. Chita chitim shanitayim. If you say you're not going to eat chita chitim, so that implies both baked and raw. Also, bein lakus, bein lafos. Grish shanitayim, same thing. If you say you're not going to eat a grit, also lavasha, you're not allowed to eat it cooked. Umutu lakus, be allowed to eat it raw. Grisim shanitayim, but if you say you're not going to eat grits, also lakus, umutu lavasha, it's the opposite. Gris, grisim shanitayim, also maybe lavasha, bein lakus, but if you say both are not, then it's also for both raw and cooked. Hajan lachanoidim and a mavushal. Stop here, we'll pick it up tomorrow.